Hello, welcome to The Limelight, a Castos Originals production. I'm your host, Craig Hewitt. Here each episode, we're chatting with podcasters who are doing interesting and innovative things with their shows in an effort to help us level up our podcasting game and improve our craft. Our goal with this podcast is to have it be one of the resources you go to to find out what's working and maybe even what's not in podcasting today to help you make a better show. And now, on with the podcast. Hello, welcome back to The Limelight. I'm Craig Hewitt from Castos. This week, joined by Joe Prada from Roleplay Game. Joe, how's it going? Going great. How you doing? Awesome. Yeah, doing great. Doing great. It's like late afternoon here and the sun is just beaming in my window. So I'm all like, I don't know, side lit here. So for folks on YouTube, I apologize. But uh, hopefully Joe and I will overcome that with some awesome content about what I think is maybe the most interesting like topic for a podcast that that I've ever heard. So, Joe, I won't spoil it, but I'll let you kind of introduce yourself and your podcast, everybody. Yeah. Role play game. It's. I completely forgot what I told you what it was. I don't remember the application at all, but roleplay game, it's a tabletop roleplaying game where it specifically tells stories. I think stories that are more current, stories that are more uh, approachable for everyone. But I think the main focus of the podcast is to do it with other means that isn't just Dungeons and Dragons. Because if you've listened to a podcast, if you've listened to major media right now, you know that Dungeons and Dragons is everywhere. Everyone loves it. But what I really love and what I love to do, I love to tell uh, unique stories and explore unique characters with different kinds of systems, systems that are more fresh, uh, more uh, up and coming. Okay, so I want to try to like, so it's interesting. So I have, I have a son that's in elementary school and they have like Dungeons and Dragons club at, oh, at the so elementary cool. school and they're going to have one at the middle school and to everything. So, so like, I totally get you that it's so mainstream that it's in schools and everyone's talking about it. And I think we can apply that same framework to everything else that everyone would talk about, right? If it's social media, then it's TikTok, right? If it's fitness, then it's, I'll say CrossFit, but that's eight, that's dated a few years maybe, but but everyone has their thing right in their space that like, oh yeah, this is the thing that everybody's been talking about. It's saturated. And then for me as a content creator, I say like, tough for me to stand out in that crowd. Two, I just don't want to talk about it because everybody and their mother has been talking about it forever. Exactly. Yeah. And three, like maybe just not a lot of original, unique content out there. Um, it, are those things accurate? And like, I miss anything there as you were formulating the like, hey, I want to talk about this topic, but not Dungeons and Dragons specifically. Yes. I think that was really big, a really big part of it when I got together with uh, my group of actors, creators that we were getting together. We were one of my big pushes, like I want to do something that's a little different than everybody else. Because I think the podcast that I really look up to, there's like the Adventure Zone, which is run by uh, the Macquarie Brothers. There's uh, Dimension 20. But they all kind of focus on like Dungeons and Dragons as a rule set. And what they're constantly doing is trying, trying to integrate new rules into it. Like they add rules. Homebrew is what they call it. And for me, a big part of that is like I get so frustrated because Dungeons and Dragons is so exactly what it is. Like there is a wizard. The wizard casts spells. There's a background. Like once I... I'm not going to nerd out on you, but I think a big part of it for me is that there are other systems out there that add those rules that have the originality of Dungeons and Dragons, but expand on it a little bit better. So that's the creative focus. As far as podcast goes, it's, yeah, it's very intimidating to kind of go like, yeah, I'm going to make a a tabletop podcast. And as I Google it, I see a hundred already out there doing the same exact thing. And I'm just like, oh, what should I do it? Should I not do it? But at the end of the day, for me, it was... I love this. I love the stories that I tell. I love 
the stories that my players tell. And that's what I want to get out there. I want people to feel that they can be a part of that conversation more than to stand out of it. Yeah, totally, totally. I think as as we talk with our customers for our Castos production service, one of the things that it always comes up is like, uh, hey, is this being talked about already, right? Is there another podcast talking about this thing? We talk with a lot of like B2B customers. Hey, is someone already talking about this social media approach or talking about this thing in tech or startups or something like that? And that's always a deterrent to them. How did you kind of navigate that to say like, hey, I want to talk about role-playing games and, and, and like tabletop games, but not Dungeons and Dragons. Like what was the the specifics there? Because I think that that research phase really hangs a lot of people up uh, and it's masked as like procrastination. <laughs> a lot of times I think it's like, hey, this is a great excuse to just not freaking do it, right? That's absolutely true. I think there were a lot of things that factored into it. I've got to be completely honest with you. My first season is based in Dungeons and Dragons. I know I'm talking a big game, but like, we no, gotta that's get away great. That's great. Cause like pivoting is totally cool. So that's awesome. <laughs> that's, and that's what I'm definitely doing right now. Yeah. But I think uh, talking to my players, part of it was like, they're very comfortable with Dungeons and Dragons. That's what they wanted to play. I, I wanted to play Cyberpunk 2020, but that's for the people who know it's, there's metrics. It it's roll seven dice. You multiply. You divide. It's it's a lot of rules. And so when we were sitting down trying to think about the podcast, I said, "All right, we don't want to make it too complicated with the rules. I think we're going to lose an audience. I want to make something that my players have a good time with. So that's crucial because I think that really comes out in the audio. Is that when they're having a good time, they're laughing. And I think a big part of it for me, especially when I hear that in a podcast, I love that." But the big thing that was my big focus is like, all right, well, then I got to tell a really good story because that's that's where it is. I think I have an improv background. I have a theater background and all the people at my table also have that. And so there was a lot of trust and there was a lot of like, let's make something really fun together. And it doesn't matter if people have done it before. It's going to be ours and it's going to be our experience. And I think if we add to the tapestry of so many other Dungeons and Dragons podcasts, then we're doing our part in sharing our story rather than just the game itself. Got it. Got it. So if I could generalize, it's we can talk about the same topic, but with our own spin, our own kind of touch and angle. Uh, exactly. On it, right? Yes. Yeah. I think especially in this season that I focused on, I really wanted to focus on like, for me, it was a really big deal at the time, but it was like AI and it was before chat GTP blew up and I was just kind of like, all right, so the setting is going to be um, this virtual reality mall. We're going to, there's a program that's turning AI entities like sentient and the people who own the corporation are trying to eliminate them because it's bad for business. And so my players, they took on like the roguish Asians going like, we're going to find those programs, rescue them and try to figure out what they want. We're going to teach them how to be people. And so I think the fun of the game is there, but really what I wanted was like, what does it mean to like share sentience? Like, what does it mean to like battle corporate entities like that? So really sci-fi stuff. I really love the story. There's moments of it that just like, I get tingles. I, I was there, I'm saying it, but like how my players reacted to it. And just kind of like, there's one moment where they, like we talked about like the God complex, like I don't want to be God. I don't want to play this. And we had a really great talk about that. And it was all unprompted. And it's like, that's it. If anybody gets anything out of it, that's what it is. It's this really meaningful content. That's awesome. In terms of format, just to like educate the, the folks that are listening, like you're playing the game on the podcast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Completely unscripted. Okay. So how long are the episodes? The episodes generally about an hour long. 
Oh, when wow. we record, okay. we record for like three hours and then it's me sitting at yeah. the computer just chopping it up. <laughs> so, and, and how long does that take? That <laughs> I have a full-time <laughs> job on top of that. That takes like three weeks because oh, not wow. only am I editing it, but I'm also making the music for it. I'm using Castos to publish it. And so doing everything to do on that, it's it's a process. It's a big process. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, kudos to you, man. That's right. It's really like the artistic endeavor, I think, to have... You know, real-time conversations, compress them down by like a third that they're two thirds, like that's massive. And then the music beds and there's a lot of design that goes into that. That's really cool. Yeah. It's been such a rewarding process. I think that's been the really great thing about it. I love it so much. Yeah. Neat. Neat. Tell me about how you're finding people to be on the show. Is it like your, your group of friends or you have like a, an existing kind of group that you're doing or are you going out and finding people to bring in to, to be on the show? Uh, right now, I am trying to grow and bring people in. Definitely kind of starting to get to that point. But during, I guess during 2020, I was, I found myself in a community of gamers. I, I guess to expand on that, I was playing a lot of video games and I was in Discord's chat and I found out like all these great people are also actors and they really love games. And so I've been pulling from my group, but within the group, they're kind of like, Hey, I know this person who'd be great for this or I know this person. So slowly, slowly growing. I'm still trying to figure out the outreach. I think that's been the biggest struggle with me, but it's that that's the next step for me is still trying to figure out how to bring more people into it. Yeah. How often are you publishing episodes? Uh, I'm trying to do it uh, twice a month, but lately it's only been once a month just because of the scheduling and all the editing and all the fine tuning. Yeah. 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 I, I think it's a good lesson for everybody, right? Is like, uh, even for a show like this, right? We're, we're really short. We're 10, 15 minutes. Um, we, we record for about 30 minutes total and we get about 10 or 15 minutes. It's a fair amount of work, right? It's, it's finding interesting, good folks that are doing cool things, email coordination, even though we have a fair amount of automation and process around it. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fair bit. And then, you know, we're fortunate to have a whole team that, that does everything afterwards, all the audio, video, publishing, YouTube yeah. shorts and everything. So, so yeah, I think that's, that, that's fair warning, I think, to everybody that, like, if you're going to podcast, you need to be serious about the investment that it will take. And not just for one episode, right? But like I was telling someone today, don't do this if you're not in for a year, right? If you're not up for 50 episodes, like, don't even start. Because what happens, we found, is, like, people go and then they're, like, gangbusters. I'm going to do this. It's going to be crazy. I'm going to grow. I'm going to be Joe Rogan or Tim Ferriss or whatever. And then they get 20 <laughs> episodes in and they're like, Psh, whatever, man. Like, I'm going to start a newsletter now. And they yeah. start a newsletter for, for 10 episodes or, or iterations and, and they stop that too. So like, I think finding the pace you can live with maybe is how I'd say it is, is super important and yes. yeah. set that expectation early and then just keep with it. Right. And, and if you need to pivot or change, that's cool, but communicate that with your audience. Absolutely. I think I've been doing this. I started recording two years ago. That's when I've been doing it. And I'm just starting to finish what I finished recording two years ago. And so yeah. it, it's definitely been this like <laughs> rocky path of just kind of like, all right, I've got all the audio. Oh, I have to edit everything. Well, okay. And and that was the hardest hump. I think you're absolutely right. Is that it's really fun to sit down in front of a microphone and do it. But the work after is solo. It's, it can be tedious, but if you find the rhythm and the joy in it, then it becomes really yeah. natural. Yeah, totally. Totally. That's awesome. Okay, so so you're you've been doing it for a couple of years. You're relatively early in the journey. Like, what's one interesting thing you've learned that you'd like to pass on to uh, you from two years ago, as, as you were three years ago, as you were just getting started? I think take it easy. I think that's 
Okay. That's been my biggest, like, because I think you're exactly right. I was in that spot of like, I'm going to edit everything. I'm going to get this. We're going to do this like every week we're going to record. I'm going to put episodes out every like two months or like twice a month. And it was just unsustainable. I think to have a full-time career and to kind of get started, I had this very high expectation of like, this is going to be it. This is going to be my job. And after about six months, I realized, oh no, I'm not going to see any results if at all in like three years or so. I'm not going to see any results if three years or so, anything like that. And so I think really keeping that in mind of just like have fun with it, enjoy the journey, enjoy the process. That's huge because if you're not doing that, then you're going to burn out really quick. Yeah, totally. Totally. You know, one thing that, that I'm finding interesting from hearing this is um, you you did not say that you would kind of reduce the scope of the show, right? It's not going to be shorter. It's not going to be less people. And to me, that says you really like that part. You really like capturing the content and doing all the music design and all that kind of stuff. But it's maybe just like, hey, let's do monthly episodes or something like that. And I think that's that's super important because you have the scope of the podcast, right? That, that you need to settle on. And for us, like for this show, it's always been, hey, it's going to be 10 to 15 minutes because it's really hard and I've never done it. <laughs> most, most of the reason, but also because this is, uh, this is our first experiment and not just an audio podcast. This is very much by design meant to be on YouTube. Um, and I think that's a huge tangent, but like, that's a really interesting thing in podcasting. Like a lot of people say, oh, I want to put my podcast on YouTube. Cool. But like, are you YouTube and podcast first or are you podcast first and also doing YouTube? Because those two things are not the same. Very much you don't so, make yeah. that show the same way. You know, I would imagine your your show may not translate to video as well. Maybe it would because of how passionate your your audience is. But but generally, I think longer stuff doesn't do great. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I think when we first started, it was originally supposed to be video and audio. That's what we wanted. And then after our second episode, we realized, oh, we have three hours of not only audio, but video. That's, yeah. we can't do that. And so it <laughs> was definitely- One episode every six months, right? <laughs> oh God, it was, it was awful trying to work and figure out like, can we do video? There was a long talk for like three months. And finally we just realized like, no, it's not worth our time. It's not worth the effort. Just go with the audio. So it's, yeah, it's hard. I, I completely forgot about that. <laughs> It's yeah. so far out of my memory. That's the the wounds we were talking about earlier. Awesome. Joe, for folks who want to check out the show, see what you're up to and how you're doing it, where's the best place for them to check it out? Uh, the best place to go to, uh, you can check out on Spotify. You can check it out on, on Apple Podcasts. Just look up Role Play Game. You'll find us there. All of our links are going to be attached to that. The best place to look right now. I don't really have a website for it. Uh, but check us out on social media. We have a Twitter. We have a instagram we have a discord role play game find us there we'd love to hear from you awesome sounds good we'll put those links in the description below and joe thanks so much for coming on i really appreciate it thank you so much thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the limelight if you're enjoying this show check out our other podcasts we have in the castos originals network at castos.com podcasts we'll see you next week